Welcome to the Kindness and Happiness Connection with your hosts, Dr. Elia Gorgoris, the Happiness Doctor, and Randy McNeely, the Kindness Giver, here to share 10 minutes of practical kindness and happiness tips, insights, and daily inspiration. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are. It's so glad to be here with you for another episode of the Kindness Happiness Connection. Well, good afternoon, Elia. It's great to be with you again. We're here today for another episode of the Kindness and Happiness Podcast. How are things going for you? They're going good. I'm excited to talk about mental health. It's the second in a, t- in a four-part series on personal health assessments. And we did talk about physical health yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about mental health. And to introduce the topic, I'm going to share just uh, one quick quote. And it says this, life is a grindstone. Whether it grinds us down or polishes us up depends on us. And that's by L. Thomas Holdcroft. What does that mean to you? What is he saying there? It means, you know, through life's experiences, we're polished or ground down. And it depends on our attitude. depends on the way we think about things and look at things. That's what it means to me. What does it mean to you? Well, I think what it means to me is it brings us to our first question of the assessment. <laughs> because you talk about positive. the first question of mental health is this how is your ability to maintain a positive attitude and why is that important exactly because of the quote you just said our attitude determines everything crisis will come and go right yeah they will well and think about this you know i i think of another quote our attitude determines our altitude you know it determines how high we're going to fly we can either determine to you know grovel on the ground or we can soar with the eagles depending on how we look at life you know we may not sprout wings and be jumping off cliffs and soaring into the sky but mentally and and physically and emotionally we can soar depending on how we look at things and so our attitude is everything it'll make the difference between success and failure and whether or not we let failure keep us down and let me read, I know we already did our quote for the day, but this is, comes in very handy with what you just said. Carl uh, Jung, the famous psychologist, you know, all, uh, together with Sigmund Freud, you know, the founders of psychology said the following, I'm not what has happened to me, I am what I choose to become. Yeah, that's exactly right. One of the things that we have in this life as human beings, and we've talked about this in previous episode, is the fact that we have the ability to choose. We all have the ability to choose, and that's powerful. We're not like the beasts. We don't have to be driven by instinct. We have the ability to control our minds. We have the ability to choose what we're going to do, what we're going to say, what we're going to think. And it doesn't matter what circumstances we find ourselves in. Nobody can take that ability to choose away from us. We can only give it away. And it's, it's very doable to, to maintain a positive attitude in the midst of the storm, uh, I think. So again, scale of one through five, one is I'm doing poorly. Five, I'm doing excellent. Three is like I'm doing it sometimes. What would your score be? Question number two, how is your ability to stay focused right now? And this is really important. When we're under stress, it's very easy to get distracted. Um, Most people right now are actually working from home. We often have households that have both mom and dad working from home when they'd never worked from home before. And they have the kids in the middle. So I, I know anecdotally and with clients, the difficulty of staying focused while you're working at home. 
Well, there's so many different ways to get distracted. You have additional worries. Not only you're working from home, and then you got your business uh, organization asking you, okay, how are you securing your network from home? How is our data being protected? What are the things that you're doing to try to keep our stuff safe? That's just on top of the stress of, okay, your kids have 10 hours worth of homework, uh, online homework. Do you know how to do their math? Are you helping them with their social studies? What are you doing? You know, Dad, I need help with this. Or Mom, I need help with this. There's a bunch of added stresses that we didn't have, and, and they all uh, offer up opportunities to be distracted. So what I, my advice would be to stay focused for a certain amount of time. Like you set time aside and say, okay, kids, for the next hour, you guys do your homework. Dad is going to do his work. I'm going to do my work. And then we're going to take a break and you know reconvene see who needs what and then we'll do it again because if you're saying hey kids it's nine o'clock in the morning i got to go to work basically you close the door for the next eight hours believe me you're going to have kids fighting kids knocking on your door making noise and so on so break your day in chunks that are digestible if it's an hour at a time or 90 minutes at a time and stay focused for that give yourself a break take a little snack you know, little conversation and get back to it. So um, that's question number two. Number three, how good are you keeping life's events in perspective? And boy, was there ever a time like now to keep life's events in perspective? We are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, unlike anything that we've seen in our lifetime. And how can we keep these events in perspective? And part of that, of course, is I know Randy and I, you both believe that this too shall pass and the lockdown will pass and the easing and the restrictions that we have will pass and we will get back to some sense of normalcy, you know, hopefully within the next month or so. Um, It may not be exactly the same as it was before the pandemic. But again, this is something that is happening. It's lasting longer than we expected, but we need to keep it in perspective. We will overcome this. This too shall pass. And that's part of having a positive attitude, by the way. Because perspective to me is so important in life. We can let it burden us to the point of, you know, paral- you know, being paralyzed, or we can actually pull back the lenses and the camera and see it for the big picture and say, you know what, maybe this was a warning, maybe this is a, a trial run for humanity to maybe change our ways a little bit. Have that big picture perspective if you can. Uh, I think uh, an important thing to think about is is vision. You know, there's a statement where there is no vision, the people perish. We have to take the long view on this if we're going to survive. You know, in taking control of our lives and thinking about this, we can either take the short view and think the end is coming and just not do anything, just abdicate and sit around and not do nothing. But then what are we going to do when and if this does pass or if and when this does pass? It is going to pass. And so if we're not doing anything to prepare for when it passes right now, we're going to be at a disadvantage, a big disadvantage to those people who are taking the time to look forward, minimizing the issues that they're facing right now as much as they can, as as much as they can within their control, and then taking control of what they can do and working towards what they're going to be doing when this is over, how they're going to be doing it, and how they're going to take the next step to get to where they need to be. That's, that's, that's going to make a big difference. All right. Question number four, how grateful do you feel right now? And again, going back to what our perspective is and what our focus is, I can focus on all the things I don't have, or I can focus on the things that I do have. And even some additional things that I didn't have before, which is more time with family, 
it's more quiet. The pace of life has slowed down considerably. So I, I'm very grateful for those things. I, I feel more connected with people that I love, even virtual connection. People are reaching out to one another more. So there's lots of things to be grateful in the midst of this significant adversity that we're all facing. So on a scale of one to five, what is, where is your gratitude right now? And I think it's important too. Right now, we hear about gratitude journals all the time. We've talked about them. You and Ely and I have talked about them on this show. Take the time to write down the things that you're grateful for. I, I sat and thought about all the little things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for butter. I'm grateful for bread. I'm grateful for, for salt and pepper. I'm grateful for water. Did I say it? <laughs> toilet paper? I'm grateful for toilet paper. <laughs> you know, we've been able to, uh, you know, fortunately, they, the, the stores have gotten some back in, and we've been able to find resources to get that. But I, all these little things, I'm grateful for working fingers. I'm grateful for a multitude of things, for glasses, grateful for this technology, for the wonderful technology that enables us to do this podcast, enables us to stay in touch. You know, I'm sitting here looking at my good friend Elia face to face. He's looking at me. It's great to be able to keep that social and emotional connection alive. I'm, so the multitude of things to be grateful for. And last but not least, how open are you to hearing other people's insights and opinions, especially when they're different from yours. So we live in a very divided world with extreme news, very little moderation. You're either on the one side or, or, or on the other side. And we ha I think we've forgotten what it's like to listen to other people's opinions with respect uh, and without judgment. Because, you know, I, I talk to my kids. They're in their, their 20s, millennials, different generation. They think differently. And I made it a point to say, you know what, I, you know, Ilya, you didn't grow up this way. This is different for you. But, I, 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 but I'm being open to them because their thoughts and their ideas and their concepts and their way about resolving issues may be different than mine. But that doesn't mean they're any less important or valid. And so I, and, and sometimes I have to force myself, like, stay open. Like, remember, a mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. So that's the key thing to remember. Keep your, keep your mind open to other people's opinions, even if you disagree, and try to understand where they're coming from. And it, you'll have a lot – I think you'll be happier that way, honestly. You know, don't get hijacked if people have difference of opinions. It's not the end of the world. Keep that big-picture perspective like Randy talked about before. That's um, an interesting thing, too, Elia. Thinking about it is, you know, I have friends who – I mean, like, we're night and day different as far as our religious views, as far as our political views – as far as the way we, you know, think the economy should be run and stuff like that. And yet we're friends. How on earth are we able to do that? We, we can have discussions, intelligent discussions, and talk to each other about various things. And, and, and if we start getting to an area that's a little more heated, we step back. We say, okay, we're going to agree to disagree on this topic and go on. We don't sit there and argue and, and let it draw, you know, let the heat level rise to a level that's damaging our relationship. Some of my best friends, I, I'm very conservative. Some of my best friends are very liberal. It seems though, like in society, we've gotten to a point where a lot of people, and, and sadly, I think, you know, I hope it's not the majority of people. Oh, the way you see it on the news, you would think it's the majority of people. People have lost the ability to do that, to agree, to disagree without being disagreeable. Exactly. All right. So this is the task on a scale of one through five. I'm going to read the questions again and, and put a mark next to the proper number for you. 
one being low, five being the highest. Number one, how is your ability to maintain a positive attitude? Number two, how is your ability to stay focused right now? Number three, how good are you at keeping life's events in perspective? Number four, how grateful do you feel right now? And the last one, of course, we just talked about how open are you to hearing other people's insights and opinions? So get your score, add it all up, divide by five of the questions and see what uh, the average is. Again, if you're below three on the average, then there's some work to be done. Um, if you got fours and fives, you're doing great. If you got ones and twos, well, those are things you want to circle and uh, you know start working on those in order to be in a better mental health. And that's it for today. What's up for tomorrow, Randy? Uh, tomorrow, we're going to take on the third part of this series, emotional health. That's where we're headed. So in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. If you have suggestions for discussion topics, please visit anchor.fm slash kindness hyphen happiness and follow the instructions in our show description. Remember, kindness is a choice. And happiness is a choice always. So choose to be kind and choose to be happy today and good things will follow. Have a wonderful rest of your day.